0: Welcome to CBJ in 30, the official podcast of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Here's Bob McElligant. Welcome once again to CBJ in 30. Blue Jackets just wrapped up a four-game road trip to Western Canada and Seattle. Blue Jackets started off that trip really well. They lost in overtime in Calgary. They beat the Edmonton Oilers in overtime in Edmonton. And then they dropped the game in Vancouver and finally the one in Seattle. So the Blue Jackets are getting set for their next game, and that is going to be tomorrow night at Nationwide Arena against the Washington Capitals right before the All-Star break. Now, normally, I do the Monday mailbag for you, and just because of scheduling conflicts this week, I can't do it today. But what I decided to do is to give you some great information and do an interview show. And I haven't done many interview shows here. We've been doing the mailbag, have gotten away from doing the interviews, and I thought this is the perfect opportunity to get back to it for a couple of reasons. Tomorrow, when the Blue Jackets take on the Washington Capitals, the fan zone will officially open to the public. Now, the last couple of home games, it's been open to select groups, but the fan zone will be open to everyone starting tomorrow. And so this is an opportunity for me to get you a little bit more information on the fan zone. Because a few weeks ago, there were two guys that were brought in to actually unveil the fan zone, and that is – Andrew Telfer, who most of you know much better as Nasher from all of his uh, YouTubing and the streaming that he does. He's, He's an influencer. He's a hockey influencer, big time. And he's from right here in Columbus, which is even better. And Arda Ocal, who actually worked in the WWE at one point in time. And I tell you that because we're going to talk about it. And now he works for ESPN covering the NHL. So Arda and Nasher were both here at Nationwide Arena to go through the fun zone, to experience it themselves, and to open it up. It was like the grand opening, and as I said, now tomorrow at the game against the Capitals, everyone can experience it. So when Arda and Nasher were here, I had a chance to sit down and talk with both of them about their careers, about the fan zone, all of that stuff. So here's that conversation, and I started off with Nasher. Now, this for you coming to Nationwide Arena is uh, kind of old hat. I mean, you're very familiar here. Arda comes in here. Are you trying to be the Are you the host at all here? Are you, are you giving them the grand tour, guiding them around?
1: Yeah, we've been taking them around a little bit. Yesterday we got a tour of the locker room and everything, and uh, today we're going to hop on the ice. So Arda's going to get the chance to lace up the skates. And, and yeah, just showing them around here, uh, some of the new stuff coming out here at Nationwide Arena. It's been very exciting, and uh, I think Arda's had a good time as well.
0: What have you been up to lately?
1: Oh, I've been living the dream, man. Just traveling around, playing hockey, making YouTube videos. Uh, you know, it's, it's what I do every single day. And, um, you know, now becoming more involved with the Blue Jackets and helping out here. And, uh, yeah, just... Live in hockey every day.
0: How's the gaming going? I say Everywhere we go, they're, they're promoting the big gaming tournaments. For you. How's the gaming going for you?
1: Yeah, so the NHL 23 World Championships coming up. Uh, it's the best of the best going at it, and there's all sorts of tournaments, so each club is kind of having their own tournament. The Blue Jackets have one coming up too, so uh, yeah, very exciting time for gaming, and the, and the gaming scene's just exploding. You know, we have uh, the next generation kind of coming up, and I mean, their gameplay is just incredible, so it's very exciting.
0: You know, people always ask me, how do you talk to yourself on the radio for a three-hour broadcast every night? Which is a good question, but I've done it forever. Uh, But I'm going to ask you, I mean, you're you're sitting there playing video games, essentially talking to yourself, breaking it down, doing the whole thing I do, plus having to make your players perform, I guess, for lack of a better word there. How do you do it? How do you talk to yourself that whole time?
1: I think it's the same thing you do every night, right? So uh, I'm always following whatever's happening in the NHL, and we're pulling up you know, different highlights and and clips from around the league. So uh, also... So we, with Twitch, you kind of have the interactive chat, right? So everyone just comes on there and asks me questions all night long. I think I should do that long. during
0: radio, just let people ask me questions. It, then... might,
1: it, it gets a little scary at times. You don't know what you're going to get coming in. But uh, always prepared for anything. Uh, we always have fun with it. And, uh,
0: yeah, we, we make hours fly by nice and quick. Arda. Um, What are your first impressions here? Nationwide Arena and Columbus. Uh, I understand you guys get to fire the cannon. Was that true? We got to fire the
2: cannon and we were told we were the first non-employees to fire the cannon. Uh, Nasher was the first. So he is in the history books, as he should be. Listen, I don't like to compliment the guy very much, but like I can't think of another... Content creator, influencer, somebody of that stature uh, that is in the in an NHL city, in, integrated with an NHL team like Nasher, like he is as important to this organization as alumni are. Like it, it to that level, and, and maybe even more. Like I, I hold him in very high regard. With that said, I destroyed him at bubble hockey. And I just want the city of Columbus to know that not only am I the bubble hockey champion of ESPN, but by defeating Nasher, I am now also the bubble hockey champion of Columbus, Ohio, the entire city. So anytime I'm at Nationwide Arena, I welcome a big lineup of people challenging me because uh, as long as they're okay with losing, that's all all I say. Listen, if you lose at bubble hockey because of me, the guy that's just coming in from New York and just running roughshod on Nationwide Arena, as long as that's okay— we can be friends. Well,
0: they could still brag about it. I mean, if you're <laughs> going to lose, you might as well lose to you, right? Exactly. If you lose to, you know... Joe Smith, who cares? No, no. They lose to he you. He loses to Nasher, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, right. They want to get video um, of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's me losing. Yeah,
2: exactly. I, I love this arena. So uh, Nasher and I, she, the first time I was here uh, on official business. I've been here a couple times as a fan, but the first time was Nasher and I did the first gaming event. What was that, 2019? 2019. 2019, uh, the first uh, e- uh, gaming event uh, for... Uh, the nhl video game at the time and it was terrific we were in the actual studio we uh it was a fun event and t- top shelf cookies columbus native uh, the ohio state pardon me uh and he uh won that tournament he ended up winning the world championship that year as well so columbus essentially is the chel capital of the world north america rivaling finland basically uh because of nasher and top shelf cookie being in the being local but so I, love money, I love the people here. So we have the, exactly. you know, the whole exactly. finish connection. We got it all Correct. Covered. Just the whole finish. Exactly. He He's Yarmo. like the finish. Con- exactly. Great finish I don't know contingent. how
0: much shell Yarmo's playing.
2: I, I feel like uh, we should, that's, that's the next content piece, Nasher, is get in there. J.D., Yarmo, yeah. Brad Larson, just get them all in a room and, and play like two-on-two uh, two, like arcade threes or something.
0: Yeah, we'll make that happen. <laughs> You were talking about Nasher being a an influencer, yeah. and, and this is such a big part of every game now in in every sport. And tell me about your role at ESPN and the different things that you're doing because it's it's not all like classic SportsCenter or anything. I mean, you're you're on the Snapchat, you're mm-hmm. you're an influencer in, in that way with the National Hockey League. Are you bringing it bringing it to uh, I guess let me say. different generation through different channels how's that yeah very
2: important uh growing the younger uh, fan base is obviously a key concern not only for us at ESPN but the league as well Uh, my role yeah basically one of the hosts of the NHL and ESPN which is a dream come true I have a lot of hockey in my background uh doing games in the OHL then the AHL uh moving on to uh NHL broadcasts and now at ESPN it's That's exactly what I want to do with my life. And so uh, between that and hosting SportsCenter, whether it's uh, the TV version or on Snapchat, uh, it's amazing. It's awesome. Uh, I couldn't ask for any broadcaster, you know, dream to do this. And I'm very lucky and humbled to be in that position and um i believe this season i probably studio hosted every blue jackets game we've had <laughs> i don't know i it just I, I don't have a say i just want people to know i don't get to choose which games i do i just get a schedule and i show up Are so you saying that for the people that don't like you or the people <laughs> yeah, that do like it to, <laughs> i would like to apologize to the columbus blue jackets fans that i've had to studio host every one of your espn games no no i i love it i i mean listen i uh enjoy every second of it and uh yeah like I said humble then I get to be invited to places like this you know like it's just what else could
0: you ask for like this is a dream gig how do you go from the WWE to ESPN uh,
2: well uh, WWE uh, was quite the experience uh, it was a lot of fun I'm, I, I grew up a big wrestling fan so that was a lot of fun it was a, it was also I mean let's be honest it was a dream come true for me as well like it was just a lot of fun WWE I will say this about WWE they are they very much prepare you not to get too inside baseball here, but you, you go through the ringer at WWE. You do everything. Interviews, production, uh, on camera, writing. It's very much a good preparation ground for anywhere. If you can handle WWE, you can handle any company. It prepared me very well for ESPN. So the ESPN can throw me anything, and I'll be able to handle it. And I would credit WWE in part to just going through the grinder, being a cog in that wheel. Uh, that helped greatly for sure.
0: I could totally understand that. Once upon a time when I was still in the American Hockey League, there was a WWE job and I applied for it. Yeah. And I because I was the same like you, I you know, I grew up in the Hulk Hogan era and sure. everything was it was really cool and I always thought if I don't even know if I really wanted to be the, the interviewer. I wanted to be a manager. I think that was really my call. You wanted calling. to be like yeah. Bobby the Brain Heenan? Yeah, Bobby the yeah, Brain Heenan, yeah. Jimmy Hart, those kind of guys. You know, the guys that a went out there. A heel manager. You yeah. wanted to be a bad Shoot guy. Shoot your mouth off, in. take yeah. a chair to the back of the head once in a while, and, uh, you know, everybody hates you. I don't you. know. I, I don't, don't
2: see it in you. I, I see you as a, a too too good of a guy. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it, your it, son it, is, like, shaking his yeah. head in the back.
0: <laughs> He's like, no, 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 absolutely not. No, Artie, you're right. And at that <laughs> at that time of my life, I was different than I am now. Nasher, what's going on with the, uh, as far as your, your deck hockey playing? I like, it's, it's not hard to play with a GoPro on your head and then go through. It. You go and you do the game and then you have to go back through and do all the post-production and figure out what are the coolest moves that you made on that particular day?
1: Yeah, it's tough, right? Because I feel like, you know in a different aspect every single game that I play there's a hundred thousand plus people watching it every single move that we make every single mistake that we make uh, the comment section has started to get to some of my teammates heads in both positive and negative lights um so yeah it's you know we take a lot of the same criticism so that, We uh, always <laughs> tell people don't look at social media I, I tell them <laughs> I tell them don't look at the comments you can't look at yeah, the comments right. that's, that's that's the way that I go about it but uh, you know they're they're affected a different way so yeah every single game the pressure's on right we're playing in front of a crowd and fans have started to show up to the rink, and uh, you know they're making signs you for us. Do you have everything. a schedule?
0: Are you just going out and, and picking up things? We're like, uh, so right now we, we play in Cincy every
1: couple weeks. Yeah, the sports club? Um, yep, yep. We're, we're there quite often, and then uh, we travel to tournaments every month or two as well. Bigger events. So, so we fun all how fun mat? are those? Oh, it's a blast! Yeah, how it's do just- you pick them? The city, uh, see so how fun it is or, a, Oh, that's a, I would pick we're in a league that uh every couple months it, it goes down and then we're gonna try to get out to like Vegas and Florida and uh, see you know hit some of yeah. the more hit some of the yeah. more fun yeah. spots uh nobody in the coming Arda, have
0: you ever found this and nobody ever says let's go to Winnipeg Right for a tournament, unless you're the, from Winnipeg. Right, unless you're from Winnipeg, like, affectionately
2: always, known as Winterpeg. Yes, by the way, is. just don't I, say I,
0: that to I, someone from Winnipeg. I yes. always say to I always Lovely say people. That, I always say to the scouts when they have the scouting meetings. It's always in Fort Lauderdale, or it's in Tampa, or it's in Vegas. Or, I said, well, why don't you guys go to Winnipeg? Nobody ever. It's I. I, I just think it gets no respect.
2: It it, it feels like Bristol, Connecticut. Yeah. People are like, <laughs> you just come to Bristol. ESPN is literally the highlight of Bristol, Connecticut. I say this joke, that was more a joke for yeah. the people that, like me, have to go to Bristol, Connecticut on a regular basis. They, the only people laughing at
0: that joke are employees of ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about um, this new fan experience. You guys have gotten a chance to go through it. What are, what are your thoughts? Yes. Uh, well, are we allowed to talk? Are we
2: allowed to talk? We are allowed to talk about that. I just want time, to be clear, okay? By, because by the time
0: yeah. this goes on, you'll be...
2: Fantastic. I just wanted to be perfectly clear. Uh, with Okay, with that said. WWE prepared him for that, by the way. Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, it was fantastic. It is... I. I. My first impression was I was blown away by the thoroughness of it. I love the attention to detail on it. I love the connection with the actual locker room for the Blue Jackets players versus the recreation of it in the gaming area. Uh, had very much Hockey Hall of Fame vibes with the uh, shooting stations, etc. But like... I just love that this exists in an arena. So you have fans, families, kids coming to games, and now they have this entirely side experience that they can enjoy uh, alongside it. I I haven't seen anything like this at another NHL arena this thorough. So I'm very excited about how this will be received by the Blue Jackets fans. And I personally, if I were to make a prediction, I think it's going to be a home run, not just for games, but eventually even in the summertime or whatever you know off days like I feel like this could be a real option for families to just if that's what it comes to to just go in and have a day or have a birthday party or something like that like I'm it, I was blown away in Asher I thought it was awesome
1: yeah the way I look at it uh when we first walked in there it just it, it turns you into a kid again when you first see it um uh, just seeing the the gaming stuff that they have there and the setup and then also um, you know, for the kids, they they came in and we kind of surprised them with the first look, and you should have just seen the smile on their faces when they when they walked into the, the locker room re- replica and then saw the uh, you know the kind of VR systems that they have set up there to to act like you're on the ice. This is going to be a great way to get people that have maybe not even thought about picking up a hockey stick before getting them involved in the game, shooting on a goalie, shooting at targets, and uh, you know, hopefully get them to be a Blue Jackets fan for life.
0: And you are the perfect person to talk about that because that is that's your life in a nutshell. Yeah, so
1: I, I was at the first game here at Nationwide Arena when I was six years old. You know, I've been, I've been a fan of this team for as long as I can remember. And obviously, you know, my username is, is Nasher because of Rick Nash and, uh, you know, how he inspired me. So that's what the next generation has is, uh, you know, the opportunity to look up the, to these players and then to have a chance to pick up a stick and, and try it for themselves. And, you know, maybe we get the, our next NHL star because of this fan's own experience. Like anything
0: is possible. If you were a kid again, you might not have been in the seat. You might have been in the fan zone the whole (laughs) thing.
2: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) To to that point, can I just tell a really quick story? I remember while we were doing the Gaming World Championship, we were in Toronto. We went to the Hockey Hall of Fame. And just just to talk about, like, the impact that Nasher has on the hockey community, we were at their fan zone. So, like, basically what the Blue Jackets fans will see here, the shooting uh, stations, et cetera, we were there at the Hockey Hall of Fame. And there was a group of kids that were looking, like, just, like, really shy, looking over. It's like, oh, my God, that's Nasher. Like, they were, like, talking amongst themselves. And then all of a sudden, one of them, I guess the mother came over, just go say hi to him. And, like, the kid mustered up the courage to come out over and ask Nasher for a picture. And as soon as the one kid did, this swarm of kids, hockey fans, just came right up to Nasher. It was, like, he was, like, the biggest celebrity in Toronto in that moment. It was amazing. I was like, this is the kind of, like like how lucky are blue jackets fans you know that he's the local guy been at the first game loves the team you know what i mean and like here we are in toronto right hockey capital of, of north america some would say maybe i'm biased i grew up there but like like then people are like swarming if you grew up there, you him like say the world yeah, sure. The, the, war. War, the war, the universe, the <laughs> entire universe. Take that, Pluto. I knew it was
0: coming eventually.
2: And like, but he's like, he's like a member of the Beatles, you know, and like everyone's just swarming. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. Like I, it, it took us like, you know, 45 minutes to get out of the Hall of Fame because of it. But whatever. It was awesome. It's Has he best. told you the story about mating Rick Nash? Was that at the draft? Yes. Was that the first time you actually met him? That was the first time? The first time that I met him was face to face on
1: stage in front of the big crowd of people. Really? Yeah, first time ever. That? No. Oh, my God. So we, we had the awkward interaction where he was like, hey, what's up, Nasher? I'm, I'm Nasher. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, he, he gave me his blessing, though. He said, I, I appreciate what you're doing. You're representing my name well, and uh, it, it was an honor to be on the stage and share that with you. <laughs> if
2: it was the opposite. He was like, actually, I want my name back, yeah, and right. you have to be someone else now, yeah. okay?
0: Rick, Rick, Rick was really gracious <laughs> about it because I, I went to Rick because I knew I was going to do that show with Nasher, and I went to Rick, and I said, look, he, he's never met you, and this is what I would like to do. It's It was a wrestling thing, right? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. You know, it he's was like the whole, like, oh, I've it. never met him before. and Well, speaking of that, let's bring him out right now. So uh, it was a good time, and, and Rick was such a – uh, he was—he played such a good part in that, and I'm sure you're much closer with him now.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to hopefully have the chance to get on the
2: ice with him today, it sounds like. Oh. So I, I have never touched
1: the oh, ice with Rick Nash. That's where
0: he's
2: getting so. even. I I, I told I wanted I I told him we need like a Nasher versus Nasher series on the ice I want to I want to be the ref dropping face offs like just do 10 I know that Rick Nash wasn't a face off guy but like I just want to do 10 face offs them facing each other I have one funny Rick Nash story actually since Blue Jackets fans might appreciate this so do you uh, take it back to remember when Jeopardy had the Slim Reaper question yes. and Rick Nash was the answer and ev- the entire hockey world was completely confused by this? There was one person that was not confused at all by this, and it was Dominic Moore. So I worked with him in studio the next day. We happened to have a game together and I knew that they played together. And so I was like, what is up with this Slim Reaper stuff? And he <laughs> straight faced Dom is like, oh, yeah, no, that was his nickname. And I was like, it was? Because none of us know this. Like, this is not common knowledge, apparently. Like, Twitter is confused. The hockey bubble is confused. We're confused that he—I'm confused. Like, what is going on? And he's like, no, no, no. That was his nickname. We we know this. Like, it was a thing. And I was like, why? And he's like, because he's tall and he's not that giant and he's lethal on the ice. The Slim Reaper. Like, he's explaining it like it was common knowledge. And I'm like, this is not common knowledge, man. It was just really funny. It just happened to be with Dom, who, like, I don't know, he may have made the nickname for all I know, but it was just, like, completely, like, yeah, that's it. Slim Reaper.
0: And that's why he's an analyst on ESPN. Exactly, he just exactly. broke it right down for it. Hey, I want to ask you to, uh, speaking of ESPN, this is now the second year of the agreement uh, as the NHL went back to ESPN. Um, I'm sure it's exciting for you. I mean, you, you've got a great job in it. But how good is it for the league? I mean, I, I, I just think that the exposure is back. In this league we talked about all the different channels but even on the channel it's a big deal yeah
2: i mean i and you you throw turner in there too like just yeah. the like from a sheer perspective of two networks putting all of their marketing and power behind it as opposed to one naturally you're going to get more exposure that way right because there's two networks that are really pumping hockey content and broadcasts etc uh, i think that uh espn plus uh, will be looked back very favorably uh, in, in, in hockey history, just what is offered there and the price point and and the games that you can watch as a hockey fan uh, with NHL Power Play, not to be too much of a shill here, but like it's that we've branded it as NHL Power Play now with basically all the out of market games that you can watch on. Plus, I think that that structurally is, is very good for hockey fans. Like you said, it's a dream come true for me. This is exactly what I want to be doing with my life. So I'm very happy there. Uh, and I have a lot of analysts and, 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 and colleagues that I work with, even behind the scenes, all of my producers that are fantastic. And, and we are all hockey fans and we love it. Hockey never really left ESPN in the hallways, but we're ecstatic that it's back, uh, you know, from a, from a rights perspective and even doing Sports Center, like we, you know, it just feels it feels exciting to be able to, you know, continuously talk hockey there and just do the hockey content. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's great because I used to have to wait till we'd go to Canada to turn on TSN to be able to get all the hockey content in the Sports Center forum, and it's uh, it's so great to have it back. And it's really great to have both of you guys here uh, to really kind of officially kick off the Fan Zone and uh, just do what you do and represent the way you do thank you so much for being here and it's been a great conversation and you nasher we got to get you back in here man i haven't worked with you for a year and a half now yeah anytime you want me in here you let me know right i've told you that before you let but me then know. you're like no you're traveling i'll, I'll the be world, here man.
1: the second you call me okay all right, all right. <laughs> so just
2: just make sure to introduce him as bubble hockey loser
0: andrew nasher i can do, it. I can you don't do it just for you Arden. i will do it thank you guys Thank you. That is Nasher, Andrew Telfer, and also Arda Ocal of ESPN. It was great to have them at Nationwide Arena to open up the fan zone, which you can experience, if you haven't done it yet, starting tomorrow night against the Washington Capitals at Nationwide Arena. That'll do it for this edition of CBJ and 30. Until next time, I'm Bob McKellen Good
2: saying so long.